can't remember if he's an old man first or a weird glowing skull thing first, but he's one of those things in some order. Welcome to the Electronic Wireless Show. I'm Brendan. I'm joined today by John Walker. Hello. Rock, Paper, Shotgun Electronic Wireless Show. I'm sorry. I have Don't to use forget the to brand. Name. The Rock, Paper, Shotgun Electronic Wireless Show. I'm joined by John Walker. <laughs> Hi. And Matt Cox. Hello. It is the 14th of December and this is episode 27 uh it's christmas and we all feel good about everything except some things video games we hate video games video games are terrible and we're all feeling a little bit scroogey so this is the scrooge special aka the worst games of the year We're just going to talk about bad games, basically, for half the podcast. And we, we have some. We have some, except Matt, who says, who said to me that he'd feel mean if he talked about the games. Well, I haven't played anything I don't think that's like properly, properly bad. And also, the one I'm going to talk about is definitely not proper, properly bad. So let's, let's start with someone else. No, no, go on. Well, what is the one that's not, not bad? I really didn't get on with Edith Finch. Nor me! Nor me! Oh, <laughs> But it can't be... Oh. I haven't played very much, so I'm going to bow to Matt's superior knowledge here, but I just did, I bounced off it really hard. I didn't like it one bit. Anyway, go on, Matt. Yeah, well, I can... I, I sympathise with that. Um, I did get through all of it. And, see, I, I can see why people like it. Um, I think I have a particularly low tolerance for bad voice acting. And, well, would you agree with me on that, Brendan? I, I I agree with you that I have a very very low tolerance for bad voice acting, um, but I don't think I don't think Edith Finch is the worst voice acting. Well, it's maybe not the worst, but it's it's not great. I mean, uh, in fact, do you know what? I will commit to saying the um the comic book section. Oh, <laughs> <early> on, <laughs> that might be the worst voice acting I've ever heard. Um, I think that's fair, but I think that bit is, <laughs> I don't know, can I say it's supposed to be badly done? It's supposed to be like B-movie crappy voice acting? Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. But I mean, see, that's that's the kind of thing I would is forgive that... if I liked the rest of it. All right, okay. And yeah, I, I just didn't really find it emotionally resonated with me. And I have, I've genuinely thought, I wonder how much that is to do with the way I maybe haven't really thought about death much. <laughs> I wonder whether it was the other way around for me, because my dad died uh, nearly two years ago, and that was quite a shock. And so I don't know whether I was, I thought maybe I'm being biased against this because I really don't want to be dragged through someone else's musings about death right now. Do you, so what, at what point did you get put off at? Like, how much did you play, John? Only, like, the first level, I think. Okay. I haven't played enough to have an informed opinion, definitely. Was it that you didn't want to... Like, you didn't want to go into it because you were afraid it was going to make you feel bad, or...? Well, it was partly that. It was partly I didn't want it to be bad at doing a thing I needed it to be good at, I guess. Uh... And partly that I really found the way the letters were swirling around really annoying. <laughs> That's a legitimate complaint. I think that's fair. Um, so, but like I say, I need—I really want to go back and play it properly because everyone on the site is so excited about it, except for Matt. 
So I want to go and, and see whether I can figure it out or whether I am right. That's what I need to figure out. It's probably that. It's probably that I'm right. One thing I found that I kept getting frustrated with was that I couldn't figure out how to trigger the next bit of the game, which sort of, like, so you, you have to do certain things and to, to move it on. And, like, there'll be, like, someone won't finish their sentence until you've done this particular thing. And I would sit there for like a minute while they were mid-sentence trying to work out what I needed to do. And it just sort of broke it for me. So would you say, would you say it's, so is it just your least favorite or is it, is it that everybody else seems to like it a lot and therefore it's disappointing that it's not real, you just don't see it? That's, that's probably part of it. it, it like, yeah, there's no way that isn't a thing where the more other people like it, <laughs> me not clicking with it makes me dislike it more. And, you know, I, I do want to caveat, caveat that and say there are a few particularly really good moments. But, yeah, no, overall, left me cold. All right. Was there anything else? Um, was, it, was it just Miss Finch? I haven't played anything that's really, really bad, but probably Battlefront 2 is something I really didn't get on with, with... I mean, uh, it's a bit boring to talk about the progression systems in that again, but yeah, it really did hinder it for me. It's uh, interesting that you say that because I asked this question to our readers and listeners um, on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm already seeing a few Battlefront 2s just popping up. And the weird thing is that I think I've asked, like, what's your worst game and why to people? A lot of people are saying Battlefront 2, but not saying why. So I don't know if that says something about the game. It says how lazy our readers are, that's what it says. <laughs> Maybe they just don't want to talk about it, John. Maybe it hurts too much. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, okay, John, you didn't like either Finch that much. Well, no, I don't, like I say, I, I'm going to hold opinions back. I just didn't get I didn't like enough to start playing properly. Um, but there must have been some other thing. Oh my goodness, yes. So there's a few this year, some really bad ones. I've written, I get, I have a bit of a reputation that is wholly unearned. No. For uh, not liking uh, video games, it's not true one bit. I like lots of video games. In fact, to the point where I've started collect, creating a database of all the positive reviews I've written for the last two years, which is about forty <laughs> games long. So just to, for some context, but this year has has had has some stinkers. Is there one stinkier than Mass Effect Andromeda? Ooh. Has there been a stinkier game this year? I mean, there's been more broken or more, you know, in terms of expectation to 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 execution, has there been anything worse than Andromeda? I didn't play it because it got so badly reviewed in a lot of places, uh, and I, I've been burned already by previous Dragon Age games, so I didn't really want to go in. And try it. See, I I'd agree with the the actual game not matching its expectations, but I I still quite liked it despite everything that's wrong with it. You're so kind-hearted, Matt. <laughs> the problem with that is you're, you're too nice of a person. We need to break you. <laughs> um, I hated it. I mean, I was I, I, it was an active <laughs> just it the was complete active... opposite reaction. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I loved Mass Effect One and Two, and Three. Especially, and I like the ending of Mass Effect Three. So stick that in your in your pipe, listener. Um, <laughs> but don't you can't judge my liking and disliking of of Andromeda on my uh, on the liking of Mass Effect Three. It's it was just a very broken game more than anything. It's in a terrible state, and it, it just it was just hopeless. It was just such a, a crushing disappointment. I think it was um, a big. It was a wasted opportunity. Yeah. is what I I came out thinking. I mean, yeah, you you move it to a new galaxy where you can do all sorts of wacky alien stuff and then you end up removing most of the wacky alien stuff from the original um, yeah. trilogy. Yeah, and, and, and just dragging the same characters through and then just the most banal alien races imaginable. A generic lizardy face baddie and uh, fish people all too similar to... Um, I forgot. I can never remember which uh, Bioware game it is. There's another Bioware game which had a very similar character, similar race in it. I forget which now. Anyway, it's just yeah, 
Um, so that, that's not probably a, quite a boring one to dislike. Agents of Mayhem is slightly more interesting to dislike. Which one was Agents of Mayhem? So that was the spin-off from the Saints Row series. And again, another huge surprise because um, the Saints Row games, Saints Row 4 is, is one of my all-time favourite games. Um, absolutely stunning game. Um, and and uh, and I so I had such high expectations from Volition, who really haven't put a foot wrong in in many years, and this was awful. So, what did you do in Agents of Mayhem? I can't remember. You played one of uh, you played three different characters at once, sort of hot switching between them, um, from a giant pool of characters, and you run around doing missions, which is just essentially third person shooting. Was it just rubbish because the shooting was rubbish, or the because... shooting was atrocious, really terrible? Um, but most, what was so weird it was it was just the same dungeon again and again and again, hundreds of times. You just went through the same. Um, they they built all the uh, the missions out of you know um, tiled rooms, and you just went through the same set of four or five tiles for every single mission. <laughs> In this really, biz- it was really bizarre how weak it was. Yeah, there was. No- oh yeah, that was the other thing. I was just sort of looking at my review, trying to remember what what was, what the, the big issues were. There's no feedback on being hit. Can you imagine? It's just uh, so odd. As in, you just get hit and your health bar goes down. But you yeah, see and your health bar hurts. is at the bottom left of the screen in a really difficult place to see in a big busy fight. And so you've got no idea that your character is weakening because there's no imp- there's not, if they don't even stagger. There's no impact on them whatsoever from it attacks. And so you die and you go, oh, that one's dead. And then you switch to the next character. And there's no there's no cleverness of switching between. Like you think if I, there would be like really clever, there's supposed to be combos you can do by switching characters, but they just don't, they're just not use, useful or usable. Um, and then there's the whole theme, it was meant to be this um, spoof of Saturday morning cartoons, but in exactly the same way that Far Cry 3, uh, Blood Dragon did it. It was like, remember when Saturday cartoons were packed with people swearing and really brutal violence? No. <laughs> what are you referencing? What is this? What blooming childhoods did you have? Oh, so that was weird. I've got loads more. Do you want me to do it? You should do one, Brendan. I don't know. I should also probably mention that we will talk about some things we've been playing this week that are good. So Boring. If you're, if you're like... Frightened that this is going to be an episode of negative Nancying. Don't worry, there's good stuff coming up. We do, we do like things too. I've put a recommended badge on a game only yesterday. Oh, you did, you did. We'll yeah. talk about that because yeah. that looks good. What about Warhammer Forty Thousand Inquisitor Hyphen Martyr? Oh no, <laughs> that was a classic from September. Um, I'm gonna do one. Go on. And I think I've I've got a list of like five games that I don't really like. Um. But I think that Rock was the worst one. And I don't know, it, it feels bad to, t- to almost pick it out of there because it's probably the least known. It's a survival game set on Mars and the one that you're picturing in your imagination that isn't very good right now when I say that, it is that game. It, it's, just, it's just no fun at all. I think I only played it for two hours or something. This is when I was doing the... Um, the regular column, the premature evaluation, evaluation which we look at uh, early access games. So it was janky for being in early access. All the menus were terrible. You had to try and create iron bars and all the iron bars had different sizes. Like there could be a medium iron bar, a small iron bar, and you had to faff about in menus just to figure out which one you wanted to build and all this rubbish. It was so, so bad. Um, and it was really, really stingy in the way that the worst survival games are stingy. It took me two hours to build like a tiny platform with a door and no walls. So, you know, in comparison to something like Rust, where you just put up a shack within the first few minutes, it was it was awful. I didn't what was want that be, one called? I didn't want to be there. It was called Rock, and I'm saying like R O K H. Ah, Rock. That's spelt wrong. It was not. Very good. If you had to play that or watch The Martian with Matt Damon, which would you choose? I would watch The Martian with Matt Damon. The Martian with Matt Damon time. was it's, a, it's it was a fine film. It was a fine film. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not nearly as good as the book, but it was a fine, entertaining film. 
I, I haven't actually watched the film. I just really didn't like the book. <laughs> really? I loved the book. It was lovely. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's all potato maths, John. Yes. <laughs> there's not nearly enough potato maths in novels. I'll tell you what, there's not nearly enough potato maths in rock, right? There's maths, but it's not potato maths and it's not fun. I would um, love a ma- I re- I think I wrote about this on the site when I finished the book was you how did. much I'd love that you, game. You did and you wrote about um do you remember Empyrean Galactic mm, Survival? Yes. That's another survival game where you land on a planet and you have to make do basically and it does it everything correctly like the survival uh all the things that you're doing there the like the the menus are grand it's generous with what it's offering it does everything that rock does wrong correctly. Go and play that everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think I said that in the review as well. Um, there are, I think I just listed all the other survival games you could go and play if you wanted something that, that does things good. Like if you want one set on a dusty red planet and you're not worried about early access jank, you can play Osiris. Um, it's called Osiris New Dawn or something like that. Um, if you want cool spaceships to go around on, you can play Empyrean and do all your potato maths in that <laughs> it, it's yeah they're like you have a world of survival games to choose from and this one did everything wrong and i just remember just loathing it um so that 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 wins my badge worst game of the year do not buy oh well, definitely i would say can i volunteer my worst game of the year and i'm not going to yeah. say so need for speed payback was well, my title for the review is Need for Speed Payback is really very terrible indeed. <laughs> yeah, that was the altered title for the yeah, review. Oh, yes, it was. I think the original was something about poo. Um, it was a very, very, very bad game. But I think we discussed that at length on the previous podcast. We did on one of the one of the earlier ones, yep. Yeah, so um, I would say my worst game of the year. Um, well, Siberia 3 was a game I couldn't get past the first room from because I hated it so much. So that was probably the least playable game um that was the the worst but house party is going to be my nomination for worst game of the year Ooh, this was the game in which you're in a room full of no as in a house full of young ladies mm-hmm. and you basically it's not a dating sim it's saw it's a it's a it's a um, raping sim it would be oh, better no. no not raping sort of where are we sort of somewhere between that and a pickup artist sim it was that sort of thing you could uh, go around and get your willy out at any point and, 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 and masturbate on people which is why I would go for the former description right um, you could just do that to people if you want to in the game they don't like it often some do some don't what? Um, and uh, there were some other men there you could get into fights with yeah it was uh, horrible. <laughs> oh my god! See, we had I, didn't, our... I didn't read this. I've seen it on Steam over and over again. I always see it there, and I just assume it was just a sexy, sexy game. You know, that's a, what I played. I por- thought porn game. I thought it was going to be a sexy game. Like it, you know, it didn't look like it. There was so I think I'd heard some of the controversy, but not much. I didn't realize. Where, I didn't know what I was getting in for. I just thought it'd be interesting to play it, um, and I had no idea just how. A st- Astoundingly vile it was going to be, um, and as I said at the time, I said in the review, this game has every right to exist. When it got pulled from, it shouldn't have been pulled from Steam. Games can be games can be this vile if they want to be, and we get to call them vile. That's 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 the deal. Um, but wow, it's horrible. It's the it's opinions of both men and women are so tragic. So the headline of the article you wrote about it was, so you could consider maybe not playing Ice Party. It was just an option on the table. <laughs> um, it's the misogyny is repugnant, um, and 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 of course these are like you know these are trigger phrases for a certain uh, minority of people on the internet, and they don't like it when you point these things out. So, but I really tried to focus on how awful a game it was. Like it doesn't even function meaningfully at its own t- task. Because the idea is, you know, in a sort of a tradition that goes back to Leisure Suit Larry talking to women, trying to get them to have sex with you. What the Larry games got right is all the women said no. Um, but uh, in this, there are ways to sleep with all the women, apparently. It's, uh, it was, wasn't quite working when I was playing it. It's an early access game. Um, so some of the ladies, their code, their, their, their um, 
dialogue trees and things didn't seem to make any coherent sense and you and, and you couldn't convince them to have sex with you not because they turned you down but rather it just didn't seem to be available this yeah um i think this sounds like a winner <laughs> someone censored all my nudie screenshots for this and put um mario styles over the boobies i think that was adam <laughs> he's a delicate flower there's one thing i can say about adam is that he hits he hits it when nipples slip onto the site male or just, female just can't stand it yeah there um, you go you press p to get your penis out that's the defining feature of house party no one seems to here i'm reading my own review no one seems to mind to really mind if you jerk off in the middle of the party so long as you don't ejaculate directly on them so that's good party etiquette there. That's a good lesson for our listeners. <laughs> no, I don't like this. So that's a game that existed this year. That I would say that was the worst game. Not the not necessarily because of its misogynistic content, which made it, like I say, repugnant, but actually just the worst game. That's the worst made game. Okay. You've reminded me, and it isn't as bad as that. Um, and frustratingly, it's it's Cave Blazers, which is a oh. really good game. And then the ending, just out of nowhere, is the most. So tell me, I don't know this ending. Tell me the ending. So the final, you go into the room with the final boss. Um, I can't remember if he's an old man first or a weird glowing skull thing first, but he's one of those things in some order. Uh, but the thing about the final room is that it's just got cages and cages full of half-naked women, and oh, I wish I could remember the exact the lines of dialogue but it's all really bad and then you defeat the guy and they just hang out with you in your cave and they're your women now <laughs> it's pretty bad it's... oh yeah it comes out of nowhere as well because there's no there's no dialogue or talking really in in it up to that point is there no so it just kind of gets thrown at you Wait, so it's a twist on the rescue the princess trope that you don't know you're doing it. Mm. <laughs> uh, on 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 the theme of games that are awful for various reasons, uh, I'll throw in comedy night, which is the, a game in which you have to be a stand-up comic uh, in front of people, real people on the internet who are all waiting for their turn to be a stand-up comic comic it's basically being in a, a chat room uh, but everybody is represented by a big bobble-headed uh, avatars that they can customize and create uh, and it, it's terrible because but it's it's terrible not because of the structure of the game or the you know the framework that you're in because the game functions exactly as it is intended to function it's just awful because when you go in there it's just full of people who are not taking it who aren't not taking it seriously, but like aren't going in there with the intention of doing a bit of a stand-up routine or playing a bit of music or anything like that. They're going in there with the intention of just to shout horrible, terrible things at each other. Um, and it's just full of the most, like, yeah, repulsive kind of language that you could think of, like any bad, <laughs> any offensive thing you could think of. It's just in there and it Yes, but I I can't rank that as like the worst game of the year because it's not really the game that's doing it. Could the game have been constructed so that it would have worked, so that its con core concept was was possible? I don't know. No, I think it's. I mean, like it it does things that try and rein that in, right? Where you can mute the entire audience, for example, while you're on stage. Uh, so you don't hear them shouting things at you and you can only hear that there are little emotes and options so you can like boo someone or you can cheer for them or you can whistle or you can hoot or you can do different things you can laugh uh, so you give them feedback while they're on stage using these emotes and you can mute all the other talking and people shouting at you with their real voices and just listen to the emotes um, it, work, it would work then but the thing is that the admins who are in charge of the room is basically just whoever gets into the room first and they might be listening to all the people shouting and talking and they won't be able to hear what you're saying because people would just be shouting over you and you won't be able to hear the people are shouting over you so you'll just continue so it just becomes this mass of voices just hollering over each other and you can't hear anything with any definition you can just hear a wall of 
offence. <laughs> so it works by like a gong system, right? So they, whoever's in charge of the room can gong you off stage at their choice. Yeah, whoever's the admin of the room can basically just like, yeah, throw you off. Wouldn't it make more sense for it to be a consensus thing so everyone in the audience can hit the yes no button? Almost like an X Factory type thing. And if enough. That's what I was thinking, yeah. They've got a little bit of that. They've got a mode basically where two people get up on the stage at once and they've got. Uh, you can you can press that you want to kick someone off and a little X comes up next to their name like the X Factor thing. And once they get three X's from the entire audience then they're booted off um and the next person takes their place to fight against this you know winner stays on kind of thing um but then two people are just telling jokes over top of one another um or just shouting over one another because often the members of the audience just go on stage without any plan to be funny or to say a routine just go on stage to shout the n-word like they don't have uh you know there's no the structure the structure to it is only concrete if the community is also concrete if that makes sense but does this yeah. does the game cost money yeah it's like it's super cheap though it's like right. three quid or something i wonder if maybe a price barrier to entry might have made more sense well i don't know i think it's just i don't think so i think it people are going to buy people are going to buy what they're going to buy like yeah, I don't. It, that's not my worst game of the year. Like Rock still gets it, <laughs> but like that's how oh, bad Rock. that's how bad Rock was. <laughs> it's worse than than having offensive language shouted at you on the internet. Um, but uh, it, it's up there. Comedy Night is up there. I don't. I don't want Warhammer Forty Thousand Inquisitor Hyphen Master to go without some abuse today. All right, go on. Let's. That was a game this. where a bug stopped me from being able to play it anymore. Oh no! I just couldn't click on anything. I couldn't pull up menus. I couldn't do anything. And then when I restarted the game, it restarts in that state. So it was like, okay, your game was done with me as much as I was done with it. <laughs> that seemed fair. Was it like a third-person shooter or something? What's the, what are they called? Like the Alien Breed style, top-down, twin-stick shooter. Not isometric. That's yeah, isometric shooter is probably a better term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's one of them, but uh, wow, it's it's an alpha, but it was on sale. So my rule is, yeah, is if you charge, if you money, can pay you for money, need. yeah, yeah, that's the rule. That's our it's rule. The people who made the Van Helsing uh, games, and they were fine. Very odd. So that seems to be the curse of Games Workshop on a game at the moment. Matt, have you got any other bad ones to add? Because you've been very forgiving and merciful, whereas we we're just tearing into it. Yeah, no, I think I think we've identified the problem. I'm just I'm just too nice. Did you play Beat Cop, Matt? And um, yeah, go play Beat Cop and then see if you can be nice about that. <laughs> well, this is the, I don't think it. I mean, it's partly I've I've played stuff and haven't found it quite as bad as other people. Um, but but partly I just yeah haven't had to play anything really bad. Have you played Ghost Recon Wildlands? Ah, oh, see again, I've played a little bit of it and kind of liked it. <laughs> <sighs> I think that's that's fair. I think like Ghost Recon Wildlands is on my list, but I can ta- I can forgive people whenever they say, "Oh yeah, it wasn't so bad," because it is just kind of an Ubisoft formula game. There's nothing I mean, too off-putting I, about that. I was playing it with a friend, and it has it. What it does right are those awesome Splinter Cell type moments where you're both you both stealthily assassinate someone at exactly the yeah. same time and it's like yeah i could just do that for hours if you've made me a big open world platform for me to do that i didn't like it enough to buy it but <laughs> i had fun in an open weekend free weekend beat, uh, beat cop has racism and homophobia in it so you know there's always that yeah it's there ironic i think i think it's ironic oh, that's it's ironic pity. use of the n-word and and the f word for gay people and so on oh no it doesn't say the end i'm i'm that's not quite true they they use every they like chinese people are referred to as slanty in yellow in this game just to give you an idea uh. of where it's that it's set in the 80s a version of the 80s that was a lot worse than the 80s i lived in and um yes uh but they do, it doesn't use the n-word which is a re- ends up feeling really odd in its absence like they just chickened out on that one racial epithet but everything else was everything fine. else they put in, but they were just like they 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 did chicken out there. Oh. Um, what else is on my list? I've got Fortnite dying, but I understand that people do like Fortnite. Uh, but I think it was just a load of 
free to play garbage with a <laughs> with a kind of kind of game put in there. Did uh, you try the battle royale mode? I did not, but I didn't. I don't really like plunk bat, so yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think I've had my fill of battle royale style games. The fifty versus fifty mode, Fraser has just written about, and he says that it's good fun. Uh, and that sounds like it would be chaotic enough to have some kind of silliness there that would make it better than the normal mode. Do you permanently die in the fifty-fifty mode? Is it? Uh, I don't know. I I imagine so. I think it's just battle royale, but fifty-fifty. All right. Um. Do you know what? Let's 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 step away from this. Let's step back from this cliff edge here, uh, of negativity. And talk about some things that we do like uh, that we've been playing this week. John, you've been playing Gora Goa. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, well, I wouldn't know, but yes. I've not had to say that loud yet. Garagora? Garagora. That's more fun to say. <laughs> Let's go with Garagora. Garagora. So this is a game that's been around since 2012, was when it first appeared. Uh, we saw there was supposed to demo of it. Um, and then it won an IGF award in 2014 um, for Best Pretty Pictures. And then it disappeared and came back this uh, yesterday. No, to, tomorrow, in fact. comes out tomorrow. And it is utterly astonishing. What do you do in it? So you have a 4 by 4 grid of uh, white squares um, in front of you into which uh, pictures, animated pictures, uh, can be put. And you can move each picture into any of the square, four squares where there's, and swap them around. Um, so that's your basic setup. And then you've got the tail of a, of a boy who is trying to gather five um, coloured objects in order. This is my this is my interpretation. The story is very open to interpretation. So in the loosest sense, he's trying to find five coloured objects to defeat a weird dragon thing. Um, but there's it's much more going on than that, and it's much it's quite nice to try to piece your understanding of the story together. I don't want to impose mine on anyone. Um, and so you're trying to manoeuvre this boy around the world. You can't directly control him, but what you can do is put him in situations where he's able to progress. So uh, an example I use in the review is a slightly hypothetical one rather than spoiling a puzzle. Uh, say you're stood in a room and there's a door at the back of the room and then um, there's another picture of a door on a rooftop. If you pick up the rooftop picture and put it over the room picture such that the rooftop door lines up, with the room, then he'll be able to step through that door and be on the rooftop. So yeah. take that logic, and then that's that's the game at its simplest. And then it gets more peculiar, and ethereal, and illogical as it goes on in this way that remains coherent and possible. I've never felt like it was I was just randomly trying silly ideas. It always felt like its own illogic becomes your illogic, and you can align yourself with it. So you have this, there's a puzzle, I, t- I, I took a, a video of one particular puzzle of about halfway through the game, which is just utterly beautiful, in which you line up a picture of the sun in one scene with a cog from another scene, and it becomes this rotating cog, such that you can re-overlay uh, another image to rotate that image to another, aligned another direction, and then have the character walk from one to the other, and then you zoom in on a book, and the picture on the book zooms on the painting, and then, uh, and it's just, oh my goodness, it's yeah, so gonna... astounding. I'm going to put a link to the review in it because there is a little video in that and if you, it's 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 a game that you kind of have to see yeah, to I really so. understand exactly how it's working. Exactly. My description is is inept, but it's uh it's it's utterly beautiful. It's hand-drawn and painted. Um the animation is exquisite. Um we're talking it's... the sort of animation you could imagine winning awards in um you know sort of Oscar-y type awards. The anime is that level of animation, I would say. Um, it was cool when you can zoom into each kind of frame, can't you? And it, yeah, like... on specific, in specific, it's not free moving. It's 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 with it's constrained for otherwise it would be unpleasant to play. But yes, there are particular points in in most pictures where you can zoom in or zoom out. 
Um, and then when you, so if you zoom in on a particular like there's a painting on the wall in a room and you zoom in on the painting and it's a painting that shows four different scenes and you zoom in one of those scenes and you could do something in each of the four scenes but when you pull back out from the painting it's no longer a painting on a wall in a room it's now say a book on a shelf or you know it, it constantly changes there's it has this dream logic where you know and a dream doesn't have to have a consistent rule of where things are or who people are and that seems to apply here uh, your review is quite short as well, so it's easy to read. There you go. Anyone wants to see? Wants it's a short game. That. The game you'll finish the game in two hours. But um, uh, the, my description for this, it feels a little. I, I feel a bit, um, bit hackneyed, but it just seems right. It is like eating an amazing meal, and you know when you're done eating an amazing meal, you don't think to yourself, "Cool, I'd like to eat that again right now." You think, "I'm full." And that's how I came out of this game feeling. It was like, oh, I'm, that was astounding. I so enjoy playing that and I don't want to play it anymore. I'm done. I, I'm seated and I'm going to exactly. read a tip. Exactly. And, so it was that, and, and that's such a compliment to the game. It was, it was like, if there had been more of this, I may have started to feel a bit sick. But in fact, I just stopped eating at the exact right moment. Sounds really nice. I, it is. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's so it's poignant and it in a, in a gentle, subtle... Um, way with there's no arrogance about anything in this game it's just it's astounding speaking of arrogance matt um... cox <laughs> wow <laughs> i had such a non-offensive segue <laughs> oh sorry go on do your non-offensive one and i'll choose which one to edit in, or just keep them both damn it i've forgotten the particular words but it's gone now <sighs> I... A two-hour experience that I wish lasted longer is Destiny 2's Curse of the Osiris expansion, which is neither gentle or subtle. Yeah, yeah. it was better when it was fresh. <laughs> but anyway. I didn't even, Matt, it was horrible of me to say, and I just apologise. It's not even right, baby it's just true. Anyway, get on with it. Sorry, go on. You have been playing the Destiny 2 expansion, Curse of Osiris, which is about an Egyptian god. True or false? Uh, it's false. Right. So it's about uh, some time-travelling robots that called the Vex that are trying to mess stuff up. And it is a mixed bag. So um, part of it is Osiris has is this, like, legendary figure that has been built up since the first game where he's this guardian that got exiled um and has been doing mysterious things for a very long time and so this you finally get to meet him uh except like there's so you see him at the start and there's this really cool opening cutscene and then he vanishes for like the whole of it uh which is a bit underwhelming but See, I think people, people have. Uh, this is back to me thinking things are all right that everyone else hates. Um, but yeah, I do quite like a lot of it, and I think it goes back to our conversation about um, about Destiny Two, whether it's hot trash or junk food. Well, I just I really like silly nonsense sci-fi stuff, and this is exactly my bag. So although you don't get to see much of actual Osiris, he's done this thing where he's split himself up into different weird time simulated time clones of himself so you talk to those uh a bunch and yeah i'm just i am a sucker for that stuff so like you talk to copy pasted versions of osiris yeah and they and they talk to each other and but yeah run around shooting cool robots you said it's like two hours long uh, yeah, so they, the main campaign stuff that you do is two hours long, which isn't that great a value proposition, but the stuff that you get up to is cool. So, like, the premise of it is that the Vex have this infinite forest, which is, like, this... They've, they've turned Mercury into a computer that is simulating... <laughs> yes! <laughs> ...that is simulating, like, all of time and space... And so, yeah, there's this big evil robot guy that is... Do you know what? I'm not entirely sure how he was going to doom the world still, but he was definitely doing that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it it delivers on what I think Destiny should do, which is running around, having a good time shooting aliens. And honestly, 
whenever I go back to Destiny, I realize that it is just that basic interaction of blowing up an alien's head or a Vex's chest in the case of this, because that's their special thing. They have just made that satisfying and compelling in a way that nothing I've nothing else I've played can match. I've heard a lot of people saying um, that they are kind of dropping out of Destiny 2 earlier than they would have for Destiny 1. Um, but they but then also saying that's fine. It doesn't bother them. Is that is that what you find or Yeah, so I um I actually I stopped playing relatively early just cuz I wasn't gaining enough stuff quickly enough, which is actually another thing that um this update with the expansion, they also changed it so that you get you level up way faster in the end game. Uh which yeah, has definitely like the the hooks wasn't I wasn't quite getting stuff fast enough for me to keep doing, but, and now now that I come out of an activity and it's like I've always leveled up a bunch. And hasn't Bungie done that because they got complaints about people about the way that their leveling system or XP rewards work or something? Um yeah, so there was a bunch of stuff about how the it was lying to you about how much XP <laughs> you were gaining, and it capped at a certain point. Which they've they've removed now. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a thing Whoops. which I looked at, which seemed. Yeah. It honestly, when I looked at it, it didn't seem like that big a deal. But I mean, it it they weren't being honest with how it was working, and now they are, which is good. Speaking of honesty, have you ever thought about turning pro? Turning pro with Destiny? You mean Matt? I meant no. I mean you at podcasting. <laughs> 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 I've been playing Getting Over It, which is a game about climbing up a mountain while stuck in a cauldron using only a sledgehammer, uh, which is a pretty fun sentence to say. And it's it's just a hard game made by Bennett Foddy, the creator of Quop, which is that uh, game about trying to run on a on a track by controlling all of your limbs at once with four character keys and not being able to do it and falling over and hitting yourself in the face every time you try. Uh, so it's one of those hard, purposefully hard to control games, but it also gives you uh, and a goal that feels like you can you can get. Is that true? <laughs> well, well, <laughs> no. It it feels like I can do it if I just spend enough time doing it, and it it's whether it's what wins first. You know, my mm. patience does my patience run out first, or can I can I get through that? Exactly. I'm fully expecting the end to either not be there or it to just be the start of the mountain again or some weird Bennett Foddy stuff that he likes to do. The like My approach to it has... I, I think this is the only way... I mean, it's the only way I can do it is short bursts of, like, play for 15 minutes, fall back and undo all of the progress that I did in that 15 minutes and then go back to it the following day. I've, I've had the same session in Bennett Foddy like four days in a row where I've climbed through the same point, fallen off it, and then yeah, quit and start again. The way it works is so odd. You can kind of like launch yourself if you push your hammer against the ground exactly what is it? Perpendicular? Parallel to you? Below you. If you push the hammer below you <laughs> you kind of launch yourself up and then it's just a matter of swinging the hammer around. But there's so much junk in the way that you end up just hitting something and just flying off in the wrong direction like a big ping pong ball. The the fun thing is that the creator will speak to you in a voiceover as it goes on, as it goes on. Um, And he'll like read out inspirational quotes every time you fall down back to the start. (laughs) And it's it's infuriating. It's of music. Like that's it's that it started doing that to me. I don't know if it did at first, but yeah, now whenever I fall back, I go, oh, yeah, it starts playing bluegrass at you. How long before it starts repeating itself? I don't. I, I do, see. I don't know if it does repeat itself. I'm wow. just like I'm just taking a guess that there's something there's something at the end of this which is not. It's not just like. No, sorry, I meant the dialogue. Like how often because it's oh. fun. Those things are funny the first time, but really annoying when you're failing at a game and you hear the same insult again. Yeah, I don't think it ever repeats itself. Or, wow, or I, it does. I haven't heard any repeating things. I think the way it works is that it, it's it's almost scripted in a way that 
you, you know, it won't repeat itself. If you fall down so many times that it has nothing left to say, it will probably just say nothing. Yeah. One thing I liked was after I was climbing a wall for like maybe the 20th time or something ridiculous. Um, this is like, you know, hours and hours after I met it for the first time. Met the wall. Uh, he says, um, this wall has a habit of getting more frustrating the more times you try it. <laughs> it's just... It's like, it was, and he says, um, I think it's people's tendency to get angry and they move their hammer too much, which shoves them away from the wall. And he's saying that just as I'm doing it, which just makes me more angry. And... <laughs> oh. uh, it was the number five top selling game on Steam last week. It deserves it. That's <laughs> astonishing, though, for something like this, which is, you know, and then, they, then, you know, a good one sells a few tens of thousands so you must have been doing some proper money there it's fantastic i guess a lot of people must be streaming it It, no but it absolutely taps into this like mentality that a lot of people who play games have like and uh, that i would share as well that something is they're putting out a hurdle in front of you and then saying you can't jump over this hurdle and you're like i can jump over that hurdle watch me jump over that hurdle and then you go to jump over the hurdle and it turns out it's got teeth when a game says uh, you can't jump over this, I go, oh, okay, <laughs> go play something else. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is the difference. You're you're happy enough to to not take the bait, but I I I will take that bait very very often and try and like you know like prove the game wrong. I, the yeah. game doesn't have, have control over me. I'll show it. Yeah, I know exactly that. It, it's worse than that as well, because it's not that the hurdle has teeth, it's that the hurdle has a catapult that will hurl you back to, like, the <laughs> ten hurdles ago. But uh, I, I, I do think that, like, getting over it knows that that's what it is, and it is explicitly made to and to frustrate and be enjoyable yeah. to people like that. Like, the, the, the tagline of it is, I made this game for a certain type of person to hurt them. It, it, it it's it's like somebody's come out onto the street and like asked where are the crack addicts at i've got the best crack in the world like <laughs> it's really bad for you and it's like feeding you the crack and saying this this is going to kill you you know like you're you're gonna die and it's constantly telling you that this isn't a, this probably isn't a healthy thing to do you're can't you see how you're stupid you are for doing this and you're just shoveling crack into your into your pipe like not caring <laughs> see now here's my here's my stupid reaction when i hear this what i think to myself the, the self-punishing reaction i have is i want to now go and find the youtube videos and the forum threads of the people who are complaining that it's too easy oh yeah because they're going to so, be out there those they're yeah dreadful turd humans who feel the need <laughs> to do this and I can't, I just get some sort of, it's not, there's no positive game for it whatsoever and I can't help doing it to myself. No, there will be people like that and there will be also people who probably after a little while th- there will be some articles going up or some comments coming up where people will say, it's not difficult, it's just that you have to do this, this, this and this. In the same way that Dark Souls has that line, like, Dark Souls isn't a hard game, it's just about this. And it's like, no, it's a hard game. It's it's, it's objectively difficult to do. Like, There's no getting around that. Like, I know it's about learning and I know it's about practice and getting better and self-improvement if you want to like use that word. But it's about those things being hard. It's not difficult. You just have to do this series of very difficult things. Yeah. Um, so it is that type of game. I think it, it, it absolutely it, it's a it sets out what it wants to do, and I think that that's a really admirable thing for a game to have an intention and then say, "I'm going to go and do this thing," and annoy everybody in a way that they love to be annoyed, and it does that. I think that's excellent. My first point of disappointment has arrived in finding that that IGN hasn't written a walkthrough for it yet. <laughs> well, you should write a walkthrough yeah, for it. I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Walkthrough for getting over it. I wrote a walkthrough for You Have to Burn the Rope in the early days of Rock Paper Shotgun. That was a favourite moment. <laughs> We're gonna stop being positive now because Phew. doesn't doesn't suit us, does it? Today, 
We're in, this is the Scrooge special. You have to stop saying things are brilliant, like Garagara. And, uh... We're right in the middle of our advent calendar of our favourite games of the year, and I've just put together a my favourite Metroidvania games thing, and I've been I'm in a really positive for games play, so this is very therapeutic for me to be a bit negative now. It's good balance. Balance. We are net positive this month because we've got so many advent calendar things, like you say, and absolutely different things. So this is just our little oasis of heat that you can tune into. Uh, but let's go to our readers and see what kind of heat they, yeah. they can strum up. Uh, Alright, let's check. I asked people, what's the worst game you've played this year and why? Uh, no reason spec says Battlefront 2 and you know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Bull says, for the last two years, both the best and worst games I've played has been Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> Got some people saying Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, some people saying Destiny 2 as well. Nico Xbat says, I just don't get the hype. Bland. <laughs> which is very... <laughs> which is structured in a very like Trumpish kind of way. <laughs> it's hashtag Destiny 2 and then a little emoticon of a robot head. I just don't get the hype. Bland. Uh, so thank you, Nico. Are you going to read out Matt Lee's response? It's controversial. Oh, he, he is up there. He is up there as well. It is controversial. Matt Lee's uh, cool ghost and friend of Rock, Paper, Shotgun Peeps says, Near Automata. Because everyone assisted, it was amazing. It wasn't awful, but it sure wasn't great. Uh, but then he adds an addendum there. Oh no, wait, hang on, I also played Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> so, fans of JRPGs and uh, Nier Automata will be upset about that. I bounced off Nier Automata, which is annoying, because it should be exactly Me too, me too. Is this... Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I played a good couple of hours of it, and I just felt, you know... I like the little story bits and the robots and all the kind of, you know, silliness going on in the background. But I just thought like the shmup bits and the smashing bits, I I didn't care. It was too, it was just the same thing over and over. Yeah, I did worry that I might have stopped like both before the story got really interesting and before you got combat abilities that made that part of it more interesting. Yes, and I do understand that whenever I say it's the same thing over and over. A lot of people will be screaming at the podcast. That's the point, Brandon. Um, but, but, you know, at the same time. My experience wasn't helped by having to like redo the first hour and a half because it didn't yeah. save. That happened to me as well. I think that must have uh, happened to a whole bunch of people. Probably put a lot of people off. Um, Gabby Zero says, Shadow of War. The Nemesis system couldn't see of what is otherwise a mediocre game this time. In fact, it showed its weakness due to the increased number of orcs. Also, and then she swears at loot loot boxes. (laughs) Um, Obviously not the worst game of the year, but yeah, I was shocked by how mediocre it was. Having been a massive advocate of of Shadow of Mordor Mm. and being so impressed with the... um, the nemesis system and yeah they what what on earth were they thinking i don't know they, they, how, how do the nemesis system work by making it half the get you know split the game in half and have two of these giant things you can really get involved in and then so just make them really small and, and inconsequential and have loads of them and then just not do anything original i was yeah, so but... i was so surprised by how there's nothing essentially wrong with it but just how uninspired it was there was so much junk around everything though as well there was like it was a game that just didn't stop adding things you know new features and new little stuff and it's like it's stopping you every five minutes to tell you how to do a new thing and yeah i just got fed up with that uh (laughs) kieran cumming says destiny 2 tastes like vanilla poo (laughs) Um, (laughs) i mean does that mean it tastes Good better, or bad? Yeah, better than average poo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duomo, oh, I am not going to be able to pronounce your surname. I'm sorry, Duomo. Um, says Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is the picture I used when I um asked the question. 
He says, it is a Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain clone pushed through the boring, soulless tube that is Ubisoft. Which I think is a solid takedown. <laughs> Not a particularly fair one, either. Sorry? Not a particularly fair takedown, either. Ubisoft I mean, are, are formulaic, but they're trying really hard. I mean, are they? Yeah, they are. How are their they trying are, hard? Their games are massive. There's like, I was thinking, They've got billions of people working for them of course their games are massive sure but like you look at assassin's creed um egypt or whatever it's called and and that is i was thinking about this i wrote this in the steam charts a couple of weeks ago that you you see the scale of that game the astounding achievement like if that game had somehow existed 10 years ago everyone would have exploded rather than written about it. They would have just yeah, been but... so blown away by what that game is. <laughs> but the it fa- isn't yes, 10 I... years ago, John. It's, no, it's, no, no, it's no, been no, no, 10 no, but... years since all they've done is the same icon collecting Yeah, thing. I, I agree. And I like icon collecting, and I didn't like it in in, in Origins. But the, 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 the sense of achievement, the, the, what they've managed to do in that game, I feel like they should all get to sit back and put their feet up for a couple of years. But the fact that there'll be another Assassin's Creed next year just seems to trivialise how extraordinary <laughs> these things are, and I wonder whether we fail to quite recognise what the achievement is. But yeah, I agree. But I love the icon collecting in a Far Cry game. That's that I, that can just keep me busy for millions of hours. If it's like, oh, there's four hundred more of these pictures on walls, I've got to go and pick up. That's, that just keeps me busy and happy. Ah, uh, see, I can't do that. I can't. I, I once I realise oh, I'm icon collecting, I just I feel like putting the pad down and walking away. But you so pop a podcast when... on, and it's great. I can do that when moving around. They make moving around fun, which Far Cry does with the wingsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should just go and play Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, you should. Oh, it's the best game this year. Oh, it's wonderful. Not, not on PC. Sorry. Well, I know, but it's still best. Uh, someone's telling us Bomberman on the Switch. We can't say that. <laughs> we can't say that. Although they do say everyone was like, it's just more Bomberman. And that sounded... Sorry, Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Bomberman. <laughs> I always do that with Spiderman and <laughs> people laugh at me. Mr. and Mrs. Too. Spiderman, welcome. Uh, it's just like more Bomberman, and that sounded amazing. But then when I got it, I was like, "This is just more Bomberman." I felt like this the same way about Sonic Mania because everybody was shouting out, "Oh, it's great! It's a return to form for Sonic." And I played it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's 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 a return to Sonic, all right." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... Sonic, the first level of Sonic is great, and then though, no. yeah, you, then you realize, oh, the first because you, you play the first level and think, "Wow, that's so brilliant!" Like, then on reflection, you realize even the first level wasn't that good. All right, I'm gonna stop that. There's more. A lot of people saying popular games as well, like Call of Duty, Wolfenstein Two. Uh, Dawn of War three stuff like that. So Civ six was a surprising one. I thought not not that I've ever played a Civilization game, but I yeah, everyone loved that. Georgina Kamsika says Civ six was pretty disappointing, um, and I thought that was universally adored. I never play any Civilization games, but people seem to like them. So it's just, it was an iterative improvement on Civ five, which maybe didn't do anything majorly big enough, but was just better than Civ five. <laughs> Just like Ubisoft schemes. <laughs> that's, right. that's not awful. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're, we're we're finishing up. We're finishing up. If you want to tell us uh, about games that you thought were terrible, you can if you email podcast at rockpapershotgun.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook at rockpapershot. Uh, you can review this podcast if you like us. Uh, or if you don't like us, you can just tell us that we're terrible and that we're the worst game of 2017. Um, you can do that too. You know, we're not going to stop you, although we'll be, we will be sad. Uh, that That's it from us. Well, we'll be back next week talking about something else that we haven't decided yet. Christmas. It might be Christmas. Uh, have you got any closing comments, Matt Cox? No. I love putting you on the spot. It's it's the, yeah. <laughs> great. Great. Uh, John, anything else to say? I love each and every one of you ever so slightly more than the other one. Aww. There we go. A positive note to end on. Alright, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Uh, it's a um, uh, an action. It's a uh, top down. I never know the term right term for these. Um, sort of your oh, edit this out. 